You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Some wisecracks wishing for wicked wisdom. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 250. And of course, I'm your humble host, Karen. And we are your naturally knavish narrators of knowledge about narwhals. I'm Colin. And I'm Chris. And we have a special guest today. Friend of the show, Mr. Tyler Hinman. Hello there. How's everybody doing? Hello out there in Radio Land. Good to see you again. Likewise, been a hot second. Tyler, uh, just quickly, we want to celebrate you. Oh. Uh, recently, you won, well, you and your peers won mm-hmm. the MIT Mystery Hunt. Congratulations. Thank you so very much. Uh, I'm holding up our nice uh, coin that we got. Wow. And what do you get for winning the Mystery Hunt? The prize, and I use that word in extremely heavy quotation marks, is to uh, prepare uh, the next year's uh, Mystery Hunt. Oh. So I and my team are very hard at work on that and will be uh, for the next <laughs> 10 months, I guess. Be careful what you win. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the congratulations is the uh, term frequently bandied about. There are many, uh, very many, there are many smart teams, very gifted teams who are capable of winning the whole thing and take great pains to ensure that they do not. <laughs> so that they can play again. And, and plus, after you run one, you don't want to run one again for a few years at least. Yeah, I'm guessing the first time you win, it's like, wow, I get to run next year's MIT <laughs> Mystery Woo-hoo! Hunt. Cool. It's like a different type of collaboration, <laughs> right? Solving a hunt together is a different dynamic and, and different skills than producing and, and executing a hunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of organizational skills because you need to pick like a cool theme and like kind of arrange a story around it because there's a lot of it's a lot of kind of theatrical elements to hunts, particularly in recent years. Um, in addition to, uh, oh, yeah, all those puzzles that are various uh, ridiculous stripes and varieties. So much pressure. I get stressed out enough just writing one quiz just for these I, guys on the show. I, I and, know. You know. <laughs> Wait, I should actually say, I mean, Tyler, by the time this episode airs, you'll probably have gone to the American Crossword Puzzle Tournament as well. Yes. Yep, that's now, correct. Um, it hasn't of, happened yet. Yes. At the time of this recording, uh, I am the reigning mm-hmm. champion, but by the time it... Uh, hits your ears that may no, may no longer be the case hopefully yeah. it is but uh well, we'll have to see well good luck thank you thank uh you to you tyler and without further ado let's jump into our first general trivia segment pop quiz hot shot all right tyler has a special button so let's familiarize everybody with it okay that was easy <laughs> it's, it's the staples easy button here i have Trivial Pursuit 20th Anniversary Edition. All right. Here we go. Oh, man, what a downer question. But uh, here we go. We picked it. What African nation's 1999 prison population of 143,000 included 135,000 held on suspicion of participating in genocide? Wow. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show, Colin. Wow. Um, uh, Rwanda? 
Correct. It is Rwanda. Good job. Let's okay. just move on. Quickly moving along. Let's move past genocide. Uh, Pink Wedge, what strip joint? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what strip joint is portrayed on HBO by the Satin Dolls Nightclub in Lodi, New Jersey? Chris. Let me have it. It's the yeah. Bada Bing. The Bada Bing. Gentlemen's establishment. Yellow Edge, who asked about his qualifications to be governor, noted, quote, all this says in the rule book is be over 25 and live in the state for one year. <laughs> Chris. All right. I'm going to I'm going to do a, a curveball here. I'm going to say Jesse the Body Ventura. I was I was thinking Arnold I was I was thinking Arnold also but I felt like I felt like he wouldn't treat it as he he didn't treat it as a joke yeah yeah yeah. okay brown wedge what NPR star turned a yuletide gig as a Macy's elf into a story titled the Santa Land Diaries that was easy (laughs) Tyler (laughs) is that uh David Sedaris Yes! Yeah, yeah. All right, I got one. On the board. Green Wedge. How many calories are stored in one pound of body fat? Multiple choice. I'm not going to give it to you. Too many, I can tell you that much. (laughs) Oh, you're not going to give us the multiple choice? You're not going to give it to us? Oh, boy. How many calories are stored in one pound of body fat? Yep, that's... Man. I'm going to be, like, over or under by, like, a factor of ten. Yeah, this is... (laughs) This is, like, burned in my brain. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, oh. Go for it, Colin. 100. 3,500. Three, so 3,500. Oh, that is your unit. Wow. Okay. 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 Orange Wedge, last question on this card. What was Carlos... Oh, man. What was Carlos Berga? Bayerga. Bayerga. Mm. The first major league baseballer to do from both sides of the plate in the same inning. That was easy. Tyler, our our baseball I, fan here. Uh, I'm going to say hit a home run. Yes, hit home runs. For me, the most untouchable record in sports is I believe for uh, Fernando Tatis, who hit two grand slams in one inning. Oh, that's right. Which I'm pretty sure that will never be equaled. Pretty much impossible. Wow. Woo! Today show episode 250. Every fifth episode on Good Job Brain, we don't have a topic. We don't have a theme. All of us have prepared quizzes to stump each other and stump you guys, listeners. So today, drum roll, please, is our all-quiz bonanza number 50. Wow. That's crazy. It's crazy. It it really is. 250 episodes. All right, Tyler, as our special guest, we sometimes know what vaguely what what the other person is doing, but you're a special guest and we have zero idea what you have prepared for us. So why don't you start? Why, thank you. I believe I shall. Um, All right, brace yourselves for a truly incredible, shocking development. I prepared a uh, sort of crosswordy wordplay related quiz. I know, I know. I'll wait for your jaws to be picked up off the floor. Knowing that this was episode uh, 250, I prepared a little quiz uh, called CCL. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give you kind of a crossword style clue. And each one will lead to usually a two word phrase, but uh, for a couple of them, uh, a compound word uh, in which the first word or part starts with C and the second word or part starts with CL. 
Oh, wow. wow. All right, one, one more time. So much more effort than we put into ours. <laughs> Sure. So episode number 250, CCL, for uh, those of you versed in the uh, Roman numeral arts. So I'm going to give you a kind of a crossword style clue. The answer to each will be a two word phrase, usually uh, occasionally a compound word. First word will begin with C and the second word will begin with CL. All right. Wow. C blank. CL blank. I'm just, I'm, I'm okay. getting out the template here to, 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 I love it. I love a quiz that I have to make notes on before I even get started. As for, as for a format, um, I found 18 of these that I think are pretty good, pretty, you know, common phrases. Uh, so I figured maybe we could just kind of go around the horn, take turns. And if, uh, someone has trouble, the others can jump in Ooh. We'll kind of do it that way. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll just go clockwise around my screen and, uh, Chris, you're in the upper left. So why don't we start with you? I try to arrange these. Roughly in order of difficulty, I guess, but you know your mileage may vary on that front, obviously. Okay. Um. So we'll start out with uh, with this one in the CCL quiz. <laughs> All right. A little birdie told me what time it was. Cuckoo clock. Mm. Cuckoo clock. Oh my is god, you're so fast. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's move on to Karen. Scratching post scratcher. <laughs> Cat claw. Cat claw. That's what yeah. I have. Nice. Yeah, right in if you have alternate answers at home. Uh, Colin, uh, <laughs> unburden one's conscience. Um, come clean. Come clean. Oh, is correct. you guys are so good. All right, back to Chris. Place with a golf course often. Uh, country club. Country club, indeed. Karen. Oh. Very easily understood. Crystal clear. Crystal mm, clear. So. It's, it's, you do have some so there's so much anxiety. There's so much pressure. <laughs> Just going around the horn. Your friends will be there to help you out. Doing great so far. Uh let's see where am I? All right, Colin. Ali, formerly. Cassius Clay. Oh. Cassius Clay. Uh Chris, uh puffy sight in the sky. Cumulus cloud. Cumulus uh, cloud is correct. <laughs> Karen. 1990s White House occupant. Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea oh, Clinton one. is the name that fits the pattern there. All right, Colin will test your uh, kind of old school vocabulary here. Wittershins. Wittershins. Have you, you've, heard, you've heard that word? I like have heard word. that. I have heard it. Um, Wittershins. 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 Give, give me a give me a a, a, a venue or a, a area of it's life. Like a food, is it a food product or it, like it's, a... it, it's sort of it sort of harkens back to one of the previous answers, and this is also a uh, comp, one of the compound word ones. Mm. Oh. It's something about like the juxtaposition of things. Um, it has to it has to do with the, 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 the way something might move. Huh. Oh, uh, 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 counterclockwise. Counterclockwise is correct. Oh, oh here we go. Yeah. What then? What's clockwise? With outer shins. <laughs> One old word for that, but I can't remember what it is. Hold on, let me All look right. it up. Maybe they just okay. wanted the, a word. Oh, I found it. The opposite of witter shins is sunwise. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Or, or diolsol. Diolsol. Oh, I think I've heard that dimly. That's sounding dimly Sun, familiar. Sunwise. Witter shins yeah, is way yeah. more fun to say. All right, uh, Chris, uh, next mm. one is cleric, paladin, wizard, etc. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, um, character class. Character nice. classes, indeed. Okay. All right, uh, Karen, uh, storage area accessed more in the winter than in the summer. Oh, 
something closet. Yes. What do you wear in the winter more than the oh, summer? Oh, coat closet? Coat closet, indeed. Coat uh. closet. Ah. Colin, we got uh, saving money with scissors. Oh, uh, 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 coupon clipping. Coupon clipping, indeed so. All right, uh, Chris, uh, mm. go into the kitchen for this one. Kitchen strainer that's not edible. Kitchen strainer that's not edible. Uh, Despite what the name might convey. <laughs> kitchen strainer. Oh, how about cheesecloth? Cheesecloth is correct. Oh, good. The CH words. The, yeah, the, the CH, like the, the Chelsea right Clinton, the cheesecloth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Karen, uh, what undercover cops wear? Get, getting into the, getting into the tougher ones now, I think. Casual clothes. Mm. Uh, I have a different word for the C. Uh, clothing is is the second word. Like someone who's not Custom? a cop would be called a civilian. Civilian mm. clothing, yes. Oh, civilian mm. clothing. All right, uh, Colin. Uh, someone granting a marriage license, perhaps. Someone granting oh. uh, a a county clerk. County nice. clerk. Yes, indeed. Good one. All right, Chris. Uh, film with a small but dedicated following. Uh, cult classic. Mm. Cult classic. All right, and uh, this this is, I think I think this is one that's the toughest of the bunch. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Karen, halves of a sentence connected by and, but, or or. Con, something clauses. Clauses is correct. Con not conjugate. No. Uh... It does not start with con. It does start with co, but not con. Compound clauses. Um, this is also uh, the first word is something you might also see in uh, in a math class. Someone jump in and save me. Cooperative Co- clauses. No coordinate. Coordinate, coordinate clauses. Coordinate clauses. Colin, you could you can uh, jump in on this last one, which probably isn't the toughest one, but I had to put it last, of course. And the clue is, well, that settles that. Case closed. Yay! Case closed indeed. And so closes this quiz. Yes. <laughs> well done all. That's fun. Your your quizzes are great because they're uh, they're very uh, like the like the NPR Sunday puzzle. Exactly That's the kind of style I was going for. Yeah. Totally, totally. Thank you. Love it. Yeah. Now, how do you I think there's people are gonna have this question, which is what is wrong with you? No, I'm sorry. The question <laughs> is <laughs> if you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> how how do you you come you can come up with this idea for these phrases, but then how do you generate those those phrases? Oh, like just finding the answers? Yeah. Are you just literally sitting there just like thinking about, okay, that's one. Okay, that's another one. I mean, I could, but I probably would not have come up with all of these on my own. Yeah. I'm certain I would not have come up with nearly all these on my own. There's a great Mm -hmm. site called uh, onelook.com. I just type C asterisk space CL asterisk. And that gives Uh, you basically, it searches all the dictionaries that are out there, Wikipedia. Um, Nice. You can can order by um, commonness, which is good because... This site wow. canvases everything, so there's a, there's a lot of just total crap that's not really a thing yeah. that I would never have put mm-hmm. in this quiz. But if you sort by commonness, you can get it. some uh, you can get some decent stuff there. So what o n e l o o k dot com one look dot com yes indeed it's 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 a great tool for this word finding that's thing. Very that, useful. So the asterisk stands for of course any number of letters, but you can also put question marks to stand for uh, single letters. So if right. I wanted if I wanted the c the the c l word to have six letters, I could have entered c l plus the four question marks and uh 
that would have yeah. served that up. Wow. One look.com. All right. That's a good, it's a, great, it's, a, it's a good little site. Nice. Nice. Useful for quizzes such as this. Colin, you're up next. I am doing a quiz called 50 years of history. And I decided to structure it uh, traveling back in time. So I have put together 10 questions covering 50 years. We're going to go five years back in time with each question. We're going to start with 2018, five years ago, and we're going to end in 1973 before any of us on the show. You're kidding me. That doesn't even sound that far back ago. 50 years is 1973? Yeah. Well, and speaking as the person whose birthday is probably closest to that, um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling the same way, Karen. So, yeah, let's buckle up here. I'm sitting here thinking, oh, that's when World War II ended. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Let's do this buzzer style. Get out your buzzers. uh, Jump on in here. I will give you a hint and the year, of course. Uh, We're going to cover all aspects of life, little pop culture, little politics, little literature, little history. So uh, we're going to try and stretch, stretch all our brains out here. Here we go. Five years ago at the 2018 Grammys. Oh, no. uh, The big winner of that night. uh, The album of the year. And song of the year went to this Hawaii native. Uh, Karen, I heard first. Bruno Mars. That is correct. Uh, Mr. Bruno Mars absolutely cleaned up that night at the Grammys. Not just album of the year, not just song of the year, but also uh, the record of the year. uh, Best R&B album. I mean, just, yeah, he, he, he loaded up that night. Traveling back in time, five more years. It's starting to get a little fuzzy. We're already 10 years out now. All right. In uh, 2013, Yahoo uh, was on a bit of a bounce back in 2013. A new, new CEO, Marissa Mayer, and a lot of other, uh, you know, irons in the fire, paid $1.1 billion to acquire what company? Karen, again. Is this Tumblr? It was Tumblr. Wow. That is right. Oh, Yahoo. Wow. Yeah. One wow. $1.1 billion. Guys, I had two Red yeah. Bulls at 9 p.m. Karen's destroying us. There's no stopping her. Yeah. Mother's little helper. 2008. Going way back, way back. This 2008 might have been the year we started playing pub quiz together, Karen. I think Chris? so. I, I think yeah. so. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That's when we started yeah. working together. Yeah, that's right. 2008. Merriam-Webster put out their word of the year, uh, as they've done for several years now. Uh, I'm going to give you the definition, and you tell me what the word was. All right. I can't get this. 2008, Merriam-Webster's word of the year. The definition is noun, a rescue from financial distress. That was easy. Uh, Bailout? I also had bailout. Bailout. That's right. These Merriam-Webster words are defined by the, their their peaks and lookups for most of the years in the history. There were a couple of years where they experimented with uh, different techniques. But as you may remember, the financial meltdown, uh, the banks having to uh, come and be bailed out. It was earlier today, Colin. What do you? <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> yeah. that happened today. Mm, good times. 
<laughs> yes, good times for for some. Uh, five years further back, we're we're now twenty years back in the past already, and uh, we're still in the two thousands. Uh, two thousand and three, two thousand and three. Karen is just is just stressing out over here over the uh, the time <laughs> shot. Two thousand and three marked the final trip of what notable passenger vehicle? That was easy. Was this the Concorde? It was. It was the oh. Concorde. That's right. The uh, the supersonic jet, uh, very famously sort of sort of cooperated uh, by uh, French and the British governments through through their respective airlines. Why did they stop it? There was a crash, right? October of two thousand three was the last British Airways flight. Air France had stopped in May of two thousand three, uh, but yeah, there was a a very uh, horrific crash in two thousand. An Air France Concorde crashed, killing more than a hundred people, uh, and they were you know out of service for a while. They they did come back for a while. Uh, the the Concorde flying, but it had gotten so expensive. And mm. just uh, so much bad PR. People just weren't flying it as much, honestly. It didn't make financial sense for the airlines to keep operating it. The final flight was, you know, celebrity packed. And there was a couple from Ohio who apparently paid $60,000 on eBay oh for a pair of tickets on the last flight uh, from New York's JFK to, uh, to Heathrow in London. Uh, Christy Brinkley was on the flight, I guess. And then I guess after the flights... It was just an all-out free-for-all on selling Concord goods. Like, blankets were going for $2,000, you know, that people would either maybe sneak off the flight or that the company itself would sell. They sold off parts of the plane for just thousands and thousands of dollars, yeah, trying to get their money back, I guess. Speaking of money, let's go back another five years to 1998. In 1998, the film Titanic became the uh, highest grossing film of all time. In March of 98, it surpassed the 1 billion box office mark. Uh, It was released in 1997 and just, you know, kind of kept on rolling, steamrolling everything in its path. So as I say, it became the highest grossing film of all time worldwide in 1998. What film did Titanic pass? What was previously the highest grossing film of all time? Chris, I'm gonna say Jurassic Park. Ooh, you got goodness. it! Excellent. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's right. Jurassic Park from uh, 1993. Steven Spielberg, of course, directed, uh, and it surpassed Spielberg's previous effort of ET, which had been uh, the highest grossing at, at up to that point. So Spielberg passed himself, and then uh, James Cameron passed him, and Cameron has, of course, since topped himself again with uh, Avatar. Five years further back, five years further back, we're in 1993 now. Oh, it's a good year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a peak Lollapalooza year, still just in the prime Lollapalooza <laughs> oh, um, money-making operation. At a Lollapalooza concert in Philadelphia in July 1993, members of what rock band stripped naked put duct tape over their mouths and had the letters PMRC on their chests in a uh, statement of protest against the Parents Music Resource Center, uh, trying to basically censor lyrics. 1993, Lollapalooza, American rock band, I will even give you Chris. Chris, who do you got? 
I was going to say the the red hot chili peppers. Mm, it is not. They're already. I mean, a lot of them are performing in their underwear anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah, true. they get naked a lot. Been known to get naked. That's true. Or yeah, at least yeah. the down to the socks. Not them. in strategic right. places. It was not the red hot chili peppers. Karen, Nothing. I got a guess. Okay, uh, what's your guess? I believe they're called the Chicks now, but they were called the Dixie Chicks. Not not the Dixie Chicks. I remember them doing something like that. Yeah. This is a a, a band known for their political views. Oh, well, that was easy. If you said political views, would it be Rage Against the Machine? It was indeed Rage oh, Against the Machine. I needed the hints. Yeah. You know, they, they, their debut album had only come out in 1992. So, I mean, this wasn't them kind of coasting on years of success, like, oh, we can do whatever the heck we want up there. No, I mean, they went out and they stood just silent for 15 minutes. That was their, that was their act with just naked duct Whoa. tape, PM, PMRC. 1988. Uh, was an Olympics year, of course. Uh, that year at the Summer Olympics, after a 64-year absence, tennis returned to the Olympics. Wow. At that Olympics, uh, the term Golden Slam entered the uh, the common parlance. Now, the Golden Slam, referring to a tennis player who won all four of tennis's slams, Plus a gold medal. That's oh, right. Wow. Who <laughs> in that Olympics became the first singles player? Legendary player. You know this player's name. She became the first player easy. to win the Golden Slam. Uh, Tyler, what do you got? All right. I think there's a number of good guesses here. I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with my gut. Uh, let's say Martina Navratilova. Ooh, I'm sorry. Excellent oh. guess, but it is oh. not. Oh. It is oh. not Martina Navratilova. Karen, what's your guess? Steffi Graf. You got it, Steffi oh. Graf. That's right. Nice. Yeah, obviously one of the best players of all time. Yeah, so she got the Golden Slam. Uh, now, since that time, um, yeah. How many other people have Golden Slams? Well, I, I don't have all of the exact numbers here because it gets into singles and doubles, um, I see. and uh, uh, and then you also get into the distinction of the calendar year slam or the the trailing <laughs> slam. So yeah, there's a whole there's a whole Wikipedia page here. You can slice and dice okay. it. Uh, <laughs> Serena, Serena has gotten the career golden, the career golden slam in both sure. singles and doubles. Um, so yeah, a, a, a notable. It's like the there. sports egots. It is like the sports the tennis egot. egot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. 1983, 1985 I think this is the uh, series finale of MASH. You got it. That is absolutely correct. That's right. That is right. It is the last episode, the 251st last episode of MASH. That's right, on CBS. Uh, Yeah, so from 1983, uh, it would remain the most viewed TV broadcast in American history uh, until the Super Bowl of 2010. So Hmm. it, yeah, I mean, maybe not surprising that a Super Bowl beat it, but definitely pretty impressive that it took that long for a Super Bowl to surpass it. Yeah. 
guys, we're like the kids in the photo from Back to the Future as we jump back in time. We're like starting to not exist and disappear. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, already, I'm already past that point. I... So you're yeah. gone. I'm gone. You're, you're, I'm, we're out of my life. You're the lifetime. one by the well. <laughs> 1978. We have we have crossed over into another decade here. 1978. Question number nine. The Nobel Peace Prize, 1978, was jointly awarded to the leaders of what two countries? Oh, I think I know one. 1978. I, I, if, you, if you want to give me their names, I'll take it. If you want to give me the countries, I'll take it. That was easy. Tyler. Uh, Egypt and Syria? You're half right. You yeah, got you I got one of right. the countries. This was awarded to the leaders of Egypt and Israel for oh. essentially negotiating a peace between the two countries. That largely, the two countries' relationship together. That's got right. It, got it, got that's right. right. To Menachem Begin and uh, Mohammed Anwar Al Sadat, brokered in, in no small part by by Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's badass, man. All right. Last question, 1973, 50 years in the past, <laughs> outstripping oh. all of our lifetimes here. The number one best-selling book in the United States for 1973 was this allegorical tale of an introspective avian. Karen. Jonathan Livingston. Seagull? You got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Livingston Seagull. That's right. By Richard Bach. A, uh, a a novella. An absolute phenomenon. All right. Well done. You guys did really good here for uh, 50 years of history spanning uh, all domains. Um, and Further back when I said Egypt and Syria, I went all the way back to the UAR in like the late 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, if we can all feel just a little bit older than I've done my job so so well done mission accomplished all right everybody we're gonna play a quick game we've never done this before on air i don't know if it's gonna work it it's gonna take a little bit of a, a audio magic uh but we're just as a little little palate cleanser we're gonna play a game of password password probably seen it parodied on saturday night live uh also it's on i think jimmy fallon plays it on tonight's show what we're gonna do is we're gonna split into teams of two one person is going to be a guesser and one person is going to be a clue giver. The guesser has to guess the secret word. It's one word. The clue giver can only give a clue in the form of another one word. The, the, the whole deal is to mind meld, pick the right word that makes the other person guess the secret word. And don't worry, listeners, we're going to tell you what it is uh, with a little bit of a, a editing. This is all secretive. So we can we can use various one word clue pretty much. Yes, one at a time. One at a time. Yeah. So we give a word, then they guess. They get it wrong. If it's wrong, we can pick a different word. And uh, all of these words are kind of good job brain related. So here we go. Chris and Tyler, you guys are on the same team. Chris, you're gonna give the clue. Tyler, you're going to guess. All right, mm -hmm. boy, answering short clues. I don't know if I'm up to this. <laughs> Maintain eye contact. The password is Belgium. All right. Not. <laughs> you can spell it. Yeah. Oh, N-O-T. 
Belgium. Yes! Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> oh, I knew it! I knew you were going to come through! Wow. Long time oh. listener. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> oh, oh. Man, incredible. Incredible. Incredible! Oh, I knew it. I oh That redeems oh, all my missed questions really previously. Mind meld. All right, set your secret word. The password is curry. Hmm. I give it to Chris. Yep. Okay. Stefan. <laughs> I'm gonna jump out of my skin. <laughs> oh no. Wrath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stefan Graf. You know, Steffi's Steph, brother, right? Won the Golden Slam, men's tennis. Oh. <laughs> this is one of those, if, if I were on the real password, I would definitely pass. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Year, <laughs> um, Indian? Oh, curry. There it is. Yay! <laughs> like, I know you're not a sports guy, but like being in the Bay Area, I hope it would osmos a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Colin, it's it's you and me. Okay. Because these are surprise words, I actually asked Colin's wife <laughs> to write words for him, so I don't okay. know. All right. He has it in a in a closed envelope, <laughs> super secretive. All right, Colin, me and you. <sighs> the password is Game Boy. Tetris. Game Boy. Yeah! That's <laughs> two words, though. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Oh, I really? Think, yeah, I think so. That's Doesn't okay. matter. We got it. Right. Oh, man. Because it's almost like you have to think of what you could have said, but you didn't say. Yeah. All right, Colin, your turn. You're the our last round. I don't know what the secret word is. You're the clue right. giver. Okay. Just pick one. The password is molasses. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Flood. Oh, molasses. Yes. Yeah. Molasses. Good Excellent. job. Excellent. <laughs> nice. While I'm thinking about it, I just want to point out that I got the word curry. I was cluing for Chris. And at no point... In that entire process, did I think of Japanese curry? (laughs) (laughs) Only now. (laughs) I mean, but even if you said Japanese. That's true. That that could be any number. Yeah, still. I would have said katsu, maybe. Yeah, I would have said katsu. If I I thought of it, I would have said Hanoi, and that would have been done. (laughs) But I like Stefan. Somehow, he goes to sports. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, everybody. That was uh, was fun. That was fun. That was good. That was good. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Hey, Matt. 
Did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope, never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here, too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's Triviality. Hi, my name's Avaline, and did you know the Pandas poop a hundred times a day. You're listening to Good Job Brain. Bye. And we're back. Today, you are listening to all quiz number 50. So the other day, I wanted to say, I asked my I asked my three-year-old what she wanted for dinner. And her response was, uh, I want chicken and ketchup and iPad and water. Um, <laughs> so takeaway here is yeah i guess our kids are turning into ipad zombies but at least they you know at least they're drinking water you know what i mean they're hydrated yes yeah, yes. yeah. actually Small. very good point yeah, yeah. didn't ask for like a snare off or something she asked for water yeah exactly so that's good <laughs> um so she's been eating through all our chicken nuggets at a tremendous rate <laughs> Excellent. and we ran out and so i had to order mcdonald's because i can order mcdonald's and it's here in like 10 minutes you know what i mean like the DoorDash person just goes immediately through the drive-thru, gets to McDonald's, gets to our right, house. Right. So if the kids are like, I want chicken nuggets and I will murder you, you know, it's like <laughs> I can do that and have it in very quickly. Trying to take inspiration from things around me when I write quizzes, I thought that I would do something that I've been kind of thinking about for a while, uh, which I, I wanted to do a quiz about uh, McDonald's around the world. Woo! Oh. Uh, I love it! Ten questions all about uh, regional McDonald's items. So they have McDonald's oh, cool. practically oh. everywhere in the world yes, with do. the same basic menus, right? But that the special items on the menus are very rarely the same. You know, the mm. always different special items on the menus uh, for the different countries that McDonald's is in. This is why I like going to McDonald's in new countries because there's always some weird thing you can try. Um, totally. So this is a 10-question write-down quiz Whoa. with a total of 17 possible points. Woo. So you could do very well for yourself here, potentially. Add to my lifetime total. Yes, that's right. Well, there's <laughs> the guy who's keeping track of that. I don't know if you know about that. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. yeah. Tyler's on the board. You're on the board. And I'm honored. So if you are all ready, I'll go in with question Number one, you'll write down your answer and show it to me. And we got three competitors this time. So, you know, right. it's going to be. We win McDonald's if we win the quiz. You do. Yep. Okay. You do win McDonald's. You win the quiz. <laughs> That's yeah. gift certificate. Free value, $7.95. You win, one, you win a free you, uh, hash brown. I'll get you a hash brown. Woohoo! So, question one If you were to order a moon viewing burger, what country would you be in? <laughs> if you were to go to order if you, go to, if you were to go to McDonald's and order the moon viewing burger what country would you be in <laughs> is there a possibility that multiple places could have this I don't believe so I tried <laughs> to double check that okay. um, but I believe this is one country's McDonald's 
okay. has the moon right. viewing burger. In the spirit of your daughter, I'm I'm writing my answers with crayon. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm writing mine in ketchup. <laughs> I'm writing mine in pink slime. <laughs> Nugget, <laughs> wonderful. Slime. All right, answers up. Uh, let's see, Tyler's hold that up there. Uh, Tyler says turkey. Karen says Japan in parentheses egg uh and colin says thailand karen gets the point it is japan ah. the skimi burger ski means moon and me means looking at the the skimi burger goes along with the moon viewing festival which is a big festival held in japan in autumn when ah. you go out and look at the big harvest moon so mcdonald's has the skimi or moon viewing burger it has become a sensation over there it basically it has a fried egg on it to represent the moon mm. you can get Ooh. the melty skimi now with cheese sauce on the oh, egg yeah. you can get the skimi muffin for breakfast while all this is going on they have the skimi the sweet potato shake all fall um <laughs> Whoa, oh, I see. oh my goodness sweet potato shake chestnut mcflurry And a pie with mochi in it, because in Japan, they don't see the man on the moon. What they see in the moon is a rabbit pounding Mm. mochi. That's Mm. that's right. So big thing. Schemey time in Japan. It's very good. It's like their pumpkin spice. It's their pumpkins, but for McDonald's, yes. Yeah. Oh, and actually, but but like McDonald's, I believe, started it, but now everybody copies it. So it is their yeah. pumpkin spice. It is. It really oh, is. Oh, there you go. And, and, and egg. Their pumpkin spice is an egg. Chestnut McFlurry is a great, like, southern murder mystery character name. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was thinking like a Scottish landowner. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so question number two. Karen is on there with one point. I guess I should keep track of your score. Yeah. One to nothing to nothing. All right. What is the main ingredient in India's McAloo Tiki Burger? Oh. What is the main ingredient in India's McAloo Tiki Burger? How well do you know your Indian food menus? What is the main ingredient in India's McAloo Tiki Burger? Five seconds. Four. Three. Two, one answers up. Uh, everybody says potato. Everybody is correct. It Woo! is Alu is Indian for potato. The McAloo Tiki Burger is quote a golden fried vegetarian patty prepared with peas, potato, and infused oh. with aromatic spices, served with sliced tomatoes, shredded red onion, and tangy tomato mayonnaise. Oh, delicious. Don't you want to go to Indian McDonald's now? I do. Oh my gosh. Uh, but we're not going to Indian McDonald's. We're going to question three. Uh, question three. So if you were to walk into a McDonald's in the United States of America and get a McTerry Deluxe, what state would you be in? Oh. If you we- were to walk into a U.S. McDonald's and get a McTerry Deluxe, what state would you be in? Can we get a spelling of Terry, please? I suppose I will give you the spelling of Terry. It's like it's like SNL actress Terry Gar. Oh, then what Good I'm thinking point. is not correct. Uh, well, I already wrote my answer down. So that's a deep, I, I, deep SNL cut, Chris. Yeah, that's yeah. in crosswords all the time. So I got him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, answers, 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 answers. Colin says Pennsylvania. 
Karen says Hawaii. Tyler says Hawaii. The answer is Hawaii. Yay. Hawaii. It is a burger with teriyaki sauce. Also a mainstay okay. in Japan, but they have it in Hawaii. Colin, were you thinking of Terry Bradshaw? I was. Yep, that's where I was right. going to. <laughs> yep, yep. Until yep. I heard the spelling. I was not going to be a jerk and not give the spelling. I mean, no, you I did guess it. I, in a, I guess no, I gave it. No, a it's a, a, yeah. a good, good question to ask. Hilarious move. Yep. yep. So, but, but, so continuing on with question number four, if you were still hungry after your McTerry Deluxe and you ordered an <laughs> apple pie in that Hawaiian McDonald's, what would be unique about it? Oh, if you were to order a, a McDonald's apple pie here in California versus ordering one in Hawaii, the Hawaii one, there would be a difference. What is that difference? That difference can be expressed in a, a single word. You don't have to write a sentence here. Hmm. If you were to order an apple pie with your McTerry Deluxe in Hawaii, hmm. what would be unique about that apple pie? Okay. All right. Answers up. Colin says it's frozen. Tyler says it would have taro root in it taro and karen says deep fried karen is running this game because in hawaii they still fry their mcdonald's apple pies now kids as intended you did not grow up eating fried pie oh colin did you not know what do they do to them now oh my god you don't know i'm so sorry to tell you that they (laughs) bake them now and they're bad they they used to take these apple pies and deep fry them in the chicken nugget fryer, basically. So and they'd come out with just bubbles all oh, over them. God. They were like oh. 250 degrees. Too you know, many times just, to count. I burned like, like the entire inside of my mouth on one of oh, those yeah. things as a kid. Yeah. It's worth it. And you don't you don't even care. It's like oh, it's so good. It hurts so much. Um it's it's oh, they were so delicious. Then McDonald's is like, oh, we have to like make these healthier by baking them. Yeah, that'll do it, McDonald's. That should that'll solve the problem. And if you go to Hawaii, though, you can still get in some places around the world still have them. Hawaii still has them. I think that like some franchises in the U.S. like might still do it that way, but it's mostly just baked here, and it's just like so. Wow, that's uh, yeah. Let us not uh, bury ourselves in uh, nostalgia. Let us move on to question five. Let's say you hop from Hawaii and catch a plane to the United Kingdom uh, for dessert after your pie. We're in a UK McDonald's for one point each. Name two of the the British candy brands that you can get mixed into a McFlurry. Okay. Uh, Okay. This is based on me looking at the McDonald's UK website the other day. Brands or like items? Specifically, a specific type, a candy item okay. in the UK that you can get mixed into a McFlurry. All right, McFlurry being a cheap, low rent Blizzard. Also, not that not that anybody has ever had a McFlurry because the machine's always broken. But <laughs> theor- theoretically, uh, a McFlurry is like a Dairy Queen Blizzard ice cream with stuff all mixed into it. You can you could name two. Uh, Karen says Flake and Galaxy. Tyler says Maltesers and Flake. Colin has written down Smarties and Maltesers. Oh. The answers are, for one point each, Maltesers and Smarties. Yeah. Oh. Colin, Colin gets a big two points. And oh, Tyler gets up to Karen. 
Karen's no longer running this. I yep. had all three, and I just ah, the, the Smarties here and over there are very different. Yeah. Yes, are. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is chocolate. Yes, we should say Smarties in in uh, the UK are like M and M's. So think something you would like to have in your ice cream, and not something um, you in your ice cream. Go actually, oh. I'm at uh, McDonald's.com slash GB for Great Britain. Oh yeah, slash menu slash desserts HTML, okay. and for limited time only. <laughs> You can get a <gasps> Galaxy Chocolate McFlurry. Oh, for real? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that doesn't well, help me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to. Maltesers and Smarties, yeah. And Galaxy is a, a limited time thing they're offering right now. Well, I did right. say. You get a I limited mean, time point, oh, Karen. It'll, yeah. limited, <laughs> It'll yeah. disappear after yeah. a while. Last yeah. to the end of this quiz. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, okay. Nice. Question number six. So usually McDonald's breakfast protein, if you go to McDonald's generally in you know, most places, if you get a breakfast sandwich, it's going to be pork sausage patties, right? If you go to the U.S., mm-hmm. you get your pork sausage on your breakfast sandwich. Oh. But in Australia, you can order the Big Brekkie Burger, nice. which includes two beef patties, huh. cheese, bacon, a fried egg, barbecue sauce, and what? So imagine this, uh, the big brekkie burger. It's got two beef patties, cheese, bacon, a fried egg, barbecue sauce, and then what? Me- meaning not pork. And okay. there's a bun. Right. Oh, okay. not no, not pork. It's not pork. Okay. All right. I'm not talking about it. It's not a sauce or anything like that. It's a substantial oh. ingredient that would really change the character of, of what you're eating. Oh, well, I'm sticking with my answer anyway. Yeah, I'm okay. sticking with my answer too. Not, it's not a it's not a sauce. It's not a sprinkling yeah. of something. Okay. People are going all over the place. <laughs> wow. Um, Tyler says Vegemite, Karen says beetroot, and Colin says uh ostrich. You guys are <laughs> you guys are all thinking zebras when I was going for horses. The the final ingredient of the big brekkie burger in Australia is a hash brown. Oh. oh, a hash brown. I tried to inception it into you guys. <laughs> okay, doesn't that sound incredible? Doesn't that sound like it would just murder you? I really want to eat this. Question seven. Now, you may already know that in France, if you want a quarter pounder with cheese, it is called, <laughs> it is actually called Le Royale cheese. But did you know that although it was discontinued in the U.S. in 2011, you can still go to France and order this competitor to Le Whopper. So you might already know that in France, if you want a quarter pounder with cheese, it's called Le Royale oh. cheese. But did you know that although this burger was discontinued in the U.S. in 2011, you can also order in France this competitor to Le Whopper? That's French for the Whopper. This is a convoluted <laughs> way of saying what competitor to the Whopper did McDonald's used to make that was discontinued in the U.S. in 2011? Oh, so we can't get it anymore. We can't get it anymore. Used to be able to get it in the U.S. What? Tyler, I think, has written something down. I may actually have this. I mean, it can't can't be the Arch Deluxe. Like, it has ranch on it. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I forgot about the Arch Deluxe. Colin, thinking of television commercials with uh, Jason Alexander, has uh, put down the McDLT. The hot stays hot and the cool stays cool. I don't think it it was Um, as late as 2011, though. And that wasn't it. And Tyler, thinking of the uh, sandwich for grown-ups that McDonald's famously introduced (laughs) with a 
massive marketing campaign that was a huge flop put down the arch deluxe and you're all wrong oh wow i'm completely wrong you've all put down certainly mcdonald's burgers but you've all forgotten about the big tasty the big and tasty the big and tasty which in france is called the big tasty and (laughs) is still available and it was their it was the whopper it had a big patty and it was basically like McDonald's trying to do a Whopper with a with a with a you know sort of outsized uh, patty that was not thicker. It was like, wow. um, like had a, the patty had a larger diameter and radius. The Whopper is has a as a larger radius. Oh. Um, it it's not a thicker patty. It's a big wide, <laughs> and that's what the big and tasty was. Yeah. I like how I wrote down an answer that I felt good about, and then immediately I was like, oh, it can't be Arch Deluxe. <laughs> what kind of idiotic answer is that? <laughs> Arch Deluxe was great. When that came out, I wanted an Arch Deluxe, and I got it. I thought it tasted delicious, but it just wasn't. It's like McDonald's was just desperately trying to, like, come up with, like, a fancy burger so people would go out for, like, a fancy date night at the <laughs> McDonald's. You know, it just doesn't, yeah. They kept yeah, trying that. It never worked. Yeah. Did you get reservations? Oh, we're set, baby. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I know the cashier. They got our table for us right by the right by the bathroom. Um, so we had question. We're we're still in a quiz here, folks. Uh, oh question eight: You can only get the spicy buffalo chicken version of this menu item in the province of Quebec. Spicy. Buffalo. You can chicken. only get the spicy buffalo chicken version or variation of this menu item in the province of Quebec. Uh, I I don't know why this this just sort of you know this is this is a thing. I went to the McDonald's website and they said this, and I'm like, huh, that's I don't know why that would be the case, but you can only get the spicy buffalo chicken version of this menu item in the province of Quebec. Let's have some answers. Show me some answers. Tyler says McNuggets. Colin says Chicken McNuggets. Oh. Aaron says McPoutine. Aaron <laughs> is Mick correct. That is Mick. It is poutine. You can get wow. poutine. no. You can get poutine in McDonald's across the great Canada? nation of Canada. Oh. Oh, spicy oh. buffalo chicken wow. poutine. Okay. Only available in Quebec. Wow. All right, folks. It's question nine, and you know what that means. I mean, you don't know you don't know what this means, but question nine means <laughs> this one is wrong. the one where there are seven possible points. Oh my on, gosh. On the line. Question nine. Seven possible points. Here is the question. Let me give you approximately 15 seconds as measured in crisp brain seconds. To write down as many as you can here. In Spain, you can order a, a sandwich called the Signature Huevo Benedictine. Okay, the Signature okay. Huevo Benedictine. <laughs> it has seven. It has seven major components. You have 15 seconds to write down as many as you can for one point each. Starting now. Sharpies. Oh God! Flying furiously. Are we counting? If you feel like, if you feel like you should write that down, you should write that down. Okay. 
I just I just wrote down the yeah the first seven things that that I could think might be in the in the kitchen there. All right, the signature huevo Benedict. Three, two, one. So Tyler says, egg, yes. Hollandaise, yes. Muffin, no. Ham, no. I'm not going to give you ham. Paprika, no. Spinach, no. And fried bull. <laughs> Only in oh, Pamplona. I'm extremely oh, bad at this quiz. <laughs> so let's see how Colin did at this. Colin says, eggs, yes. Hash browns, no. We didn't bring back the hash browns. Sausage, no. Bacon, yes. Uh, gravy, no. Onions, I will give you. It says crispy onions, but yeah, I'll give that to you. Uh, and then bell pepper, no, no. Okay. Uh, and now let's go to Karen. She has written down egg. Yes. A uh, beef patty. Yes. Cheese. Actually, it's Gouda. Yes, I'll give that to you. Iberico ham. No, it's actually bacon is represents the pork. Oh, Hash browns, I it was no. clever. A bun. Yes. And hollandaise. Yes, I will tell you. Uh, wow. Here are the ingredients. Hollandaise. A, yes, because it is an Eggs Benedict burger. The, so we've got bun, beef patty, bacon, eggs, gouda, cheese, crispy onions, and hollandaise sauce are the are the ingredients. Mm. Again, I'm getting really hungry. Is it is it a breakfast item or is it like a burger burger? No, it's a it's a it's a lunch dinner. Whoa! I think so. I mean, maybe it's an all day thing. Actually, that's a good question. It sounds <laughs> delicious, is what it sounds like. So going into question 10, Karen has 11 points. Tyler has five. Colin has uh, six. So Karen is Karen is killing it. She's killing Mm -hmm, it. Uh, mm -hmm. So question 10, little palate cleanser here for everybody. Where are you in the world if you order a one piece chicken McDo with mixed spaghetti? What country are you in? McDo, where, what country would you be in if you went to McDonald's and were able to order a, I mean, I guess you're able to order in any McDonald's, but <laughs> yeah, not they have will them give it to look you. at you like you are crazy. They will give you a one piece chicken McDo with mixed spaghetti. Will, will, can I ask for a spelling of McDo? Yeah. It is M-C-D-O. I guess it might be McDo. It's an abbreviation of McDonald's. All right. Uh, time, to, time to McDo or McDonald's. <laughs> Where are you if you were a one-piece chicken McDo with mixed spaghetti? Oh, the chicken is weird. What country oh, are you in? You don't think the mixed spaghetti is weirder than the chicken? No, the spaghetti gives me a good clue. Okay, okay. Let's do it. Okay, right. Colin says China. Tyler says Italy. Karen says the Philippines. Karen... The international McDonald's yeah. champion that of the sense. world has got it again yeah. that because that is the Philippines, Makes and that sense. is something that you would probably come to that conclusion if you've heard of the restaurant Jolly Bee, which we have yeah, a lot of. of. That is a Filipino so fast food now. place that serves a lot of fried chicken and spaghetti. <laughs> and oh, it's uh, like that the is competitor. A very popular, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Basically, yes. So this is like the the, the Jolly Bee competition. In McDonald's in the Philippines is the uh-huh. chicken McDo, which is just fried chicken. I finished McDFL. Well, uh, Karen ran away with it with with twelve points. Uh, congratulations, uh, international McDonald's superstar Karen! You win 
some free McDonald's. So we'll get that over to you Yay. as soon as we can. It'll come right out of the good job brain budget. <laughs> How much is a hash brown? He's gonna he's gonna expense you for one hash brown. Yeah. I feel like putting hash browns on burgers is like they need to do more Pro of move. that here. Yeah. That's like I put like potato chips good. in my sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro move. Dill pickle flavored potato chips. Oh, Ooh. that's smart. That changes the game. <laughs> all right. So um, for this one, uh, we are going to that uh, ubiquitous presence in all of our lives, uh, Google. And on the you know flagship Google search engine, there's a number of kind of Easter eggs. Um, and I've zoomed, in, I've zoomed in on one uh, particular category, the uh, did you mean uh, functionality. Uh-huh. Um, if you type in something that's slightly misspelled, it'll say, did you mean this? And a lot of time, yeah, that's right. But there's also a few kind of, Easter egg things that are kind of whimsical and perhaps not actually helpful for your search, but are, are funny nonetheless. So I got a number of kind of questions of cool. various kind of structures about this. And the first one, and this is, you know, near and dear to my not my heart. We just kind of answer these collectively, I think. Okay. What what word did you type into the search box if you see, did you mean nag a ram? Oh, anagram. Uh, anagram. Right. Uh, which I oh cute. It's not a very well mixed anagram. Just taking the first A and moving it to the middle. So I think they could have done a little better. There, no big deal. Um, all right. What name did you type in? If you see, did you mean who is then the name of the person? Uh, how about Alex Trebek? Uh, if you type in Alex Trebek, it will say, "Did you mean who is Alex Trebek?" Whoa! That's, hold on, that's, that's cool. That, which is that's fun. Good. I and. Diving even further into the uh, pop culture references, what two word phrase did you type in if you get, did you mean steamed clams? <laughs> uh, was it steamed hams? Hams? Yes, if you type in steamed hams, Google will say, did you mean steamed clams? The classic. That's uh, like the only Simpsons reference I know. It's been memed <laughs> to death over the last uh, several years. People have done a lot of things with it. So, kind of going in the other direction. Um, what comes up if you search for Bruno Madrigal? Oh, oh, oh. oh does it say we don't talk about? Does it say we don't talk about Bruno. It will <laughs> yeah. say, "Did you mean we don't talk about Bruno?" Oh, wow! Um, another, uh, another kind of uh, pop culture reference here. Uh, what, what, what does it suggest if you type in "assistant regional manager"? <laughs> oh, does yeah. it say, "Did you mean assistant to the regional manager"? Yeah, the, the Dwight Schrute clarification. Did you mean assistant to the regional manager? Got it. Got it. That's great. I don't get um, it. It's a Dwight Schrute from the yeah, office, office reference. He would constantly call himself <laughs> the assistant regional manager and be corrected. Oh, you're the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> what suggestion comes up if you type in the one ring? Uh, Number of ways to is, go. Is it, oh. Did you mean uh, the precious? It says my precious with four S's. <laughs> And uh, another good one here. Um, what does it suggest if you type in recursion? As a, did you mean recursion? It says, did you mean recursion? <laughs> 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 and a, a similar thing happens um, when you type in, like it's, you type in X and it says, did you mean X? Uh, when you type in the name of what movie? Oh, oh, like you type in the name of the movie and it you says, type in the name of the movie and it says, did you mean? Oh, and then Groundhog Day. Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Day, yes. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, last one. Uh, you can Google either one of these three word phrases. The last two words are the same. Only the first name is different. Um, and it will suggest the other one. Um, so in, th- in those two names, one is six letters beginning with G and the other is three letters beginning with H. 
and then the two words after that are the same, and it'll suggest the other one, if that makes sense. How many letters in each? Uh, the the one one care. I'll tell you their character names. One character name is six letters starting with G, and the other is three letters starting with H. Oh 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 uh, yeah. So so it's a uh, Greedo shot first. Did you mean Han uh, shot? First? Yes. Oh, okay. Greedo was... shot first versus Han shot first. If you type in oh, one, Google will say, "Did you mean the other?" That's of course. That's great. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my dumb little uh, "Did you mean" quiz. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, interesting yeah. to know that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. All right. I also have food on the brain. Uh, and this is a recurring thing we've talked about uh, in previous segments and episodes, which is food trends. We like to talk about, Chris, you had a whole section on pumpkin spice latte. We've talked about salted caramel, like the origins of these food fads and uh, flavors and ingredients rising in popularity. So there's this interesting data company called Data Central, and they have the basically mapped out something called the menu adoption cycle. And it's four steps. And this is basically how foods or ingredients kind of rise in oh, popularity. I love this. this I love I know. This. It's like oh, these I talk different about this all stages. the time. Oh, I love it. Just really quickly, the four stages, we start with inception. So uh. this happens in like fine dining, very localized establishments, uh, maybe like ethnic or foreign foods. Then we have adoption, where this is where like food trucks, uh, your kind of specialized supermarkets, whole foods, casual dining, you know, starts kind of appearing in the menu. Then you have proliferation, which is stage three, your casual chains, quick service restaurants, your traditional grocery stores, Safeway, Costco, club stores. Then we hit ubiquity. That is like you go to a gas station and, <laughs> and you'll see it, right? Or a drugstore, dollar store. So like you, Colin, I have a quiz where we count backwards oh. uh, starting from this year, 2023 to 2015. Quiz questions about the hot food trends of that year. Oh, I'm very excited to see All if right. you talk about okay. a trend that I've noticed, but I won't say anything. Th- there's right. so many. Like, okay. you know, there's so All many. Right. And they're at different stages of, of you know, adoption <laughs> proliferation. It's, it's funny because as we go back in time, some of these things that were that seem so new uh, is kind of like, oh, I see that at Trader Joe's or I see that <laughs> at Safeway. I see that at Costco. This is a buzzing quiz. So let's All start right. with our current year and count back 2023. Things like dry January and sober October has, uh, mm. uh, along with the rise of wellness culture, a lot of people are into mocktails or yes. zero proof alcohol. Yes. And so let's go back to some OG mocktails. Tell me, what is the difference between a Shirley Temple and a Roy Rogers? <laughs> that was easy. Tyler. I, I'm not sure, but um, my first instinct is that is it the grenadine? 
The, the grenadine is in common. That's what they have in uh, common. common. What's okay. different? What's different? Chris. I, I want to say Shirley Temple has like cola and the Roy Rogers has uh, ginger ale. Flipped. You're flipped. You're flipped. Shirley yeah. Temple. Flip, yeah, flip oh, yeah. oh, right. Yes, of course. Yep. That's Shirley right. Temple is grenadine with uh, sometimes club soda, but historically ginger ale. Okay. Roy Rogers yes. is grenadine with Coca-Cola yeah. or Coke or cola. Yeah. So now 2022, what fruit in its native country, people not only eat it, but they also bathe with it. 20, 20 fruit. 2022, as in this is like. Mm, that's when it hit. Rising yeah. up. That's okay. All right. Hmm. Chris. Is it the acai berry? No, Ooh. it is not. Hmm. Take a lot of acai berries to bathe in them. Is this a clue? Or... Uh... It's a citrus fruit. Colin yuzu. It is oh, yuzu. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's in Japanese cuisine, usually in a sauce form. It's not like you just eat it like by itself. Uh, but you also bathe in the juice. You put it. I in didn't your know bath. that. I like that. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. sure, man, there's been. Yeah, you're right. There has been a lot of yuzu. Yeah, yuzu everywhere. Yeah. We're seeing it. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it. Um, all right, 2021 nut milks. We like nuts. We like milk. <laughs> but the oat milk brand Oatly made a huge splash, uh, even getting listed on NASDAQ. The company was founded by brothers Rickard and Bjorn Oste in what country? That was easy. Tyler. Given those names, I'll just take a shot at Sweden. It is Sweden. Yay. Oatly is from Sweden. Thank huh. you, Sweden. Oatly is delicious. All right. 2020 pandemic year. A lot of people had time at home. Yeah. Um, people also had lots of fun mispronouncing the meat and cheese display board <laughs> oh, yeah. by this <laughs> animalistic name. That was easy. <laughs> Tyler, <say> please. <laughs> that is the great shark coochie. <laughs> shark coochie board. Charcuterie. I, I use it to this day. I, I can't resist. It's endlessly okay. amusing to me. 2019. The toppings of this dish includes lime juice, chili powder, cheese, and mayonnaise. Oh, oh. Chris. Um, it, what, Mexican street corn? Is that what you're looking yes. for? Yeah. Okay, yes, right, okay. elote. Elote. Uh, also, okay, all right. Okay, yes. Elote on vaso, which means corn in a cup. Yeah, yeah. that got big. That got it big. really did. Yeah. really did. Yep. Um, all right. Going back, 2018, in Korean, this ingredient translates directly to red chili paste. Chris. Uh, Gochujang? Yeah. Gochujang. Gochujang. Yes. 2017, it's the main ingredient in golden lattes, and also it's what makes mustard yellow. Oh. Okay. Well, Colin. Is that uh is that uh 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 turmeric? It is turmeric, oh, yeah. turmeric. Yeah. Make make everything yellow if you spill it in your kitchen. Watch out with yes, it. Yes, turmeric, old spice used in a lot of different cuisine, but yeah, I think that the health benefits really kind of uh exploded oh, um, yeah. into a trendy food item. Totally. It, make golden lattes. Um those little $4, two ounce health shots. Oh, yeah, shots. shots. Yeah. Yeah. Turmeric shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, it's been in your French's mustard like this entire time to make it yellow. 
you know, <laughs> that's the yeah. funny thing. All right. Uh, last two going back to 2016. Copper drinkware saw a huge boom this uh, year thanks uh-huh. to the popularity of what cocktail? That was easy. Tyler. The Moscow Mule. The Moscow yes, Mule. Yeah, and now all the hipsters are like giving themselves copper poisoning. Like, <laughs> they're drinking so many Moscow. P- people who like drink a lot of them are like the copper is like yep. getting into their systems. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Final question 2015. It's a drink. Uh, in the 1600s, Dutch trading ships, they might have invented this beverage as a way to transport and make this drink that did not require fire because they're on ships. It's dangerous to make this beverage, mm-hmm. usually okay, with okay. fire. Okay, sure. But they made but this drink. They they so fire. they made a different version of it that did different not require version. fire. Gotcha. Sixteen hundreds. Uh, but and and this became this became popular again in what year? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. This started gaining popularity again. Uh, if you work for a. A tech company office. You probably will see these that in your fridges. Oh. Tyler? Oh. Is it kombucha? No, 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 no. no. But yes, that's also in tech companies, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay, yes. It is a cold brew coffee. Oh. Yes. Okay. Cold brew coffee. Yeah. I knew it was coffee, yeah, but I'm like, just thinking, yeah. like, what is the, I knew I knew you were talking about coffee, but I'm like, how do you have coffee on a ship without setting your ship on fire? Right. Yep, oh, is, is right, you just right. put it in water and you wait. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what cold brew coffee is. Beans and water. It's like, all right. And now it's like, ooh, it's fancy. It's cold brew coffee. Yeah. All right. Well, that was my that's good. Good. food good, yeah. quiz. All right. So here's here's what I think is is having a oh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, is yeah. on this is on this what? cycle right now. I, I love I love watching these things. My my hatch chili. Everything is hatch oh, chili yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. It's like hatch chili chips, hatch chili dust flavor, hatch chili this and that. Yeah. Ube, Ube was like maybe two, one year ago. Well, I mean, Bay Area, we yeah. we usually get some of these trends pretty right. pretty quickly. Nashville hot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Nashville, everything. Every wings place has to have Nashville hot. Every, you know, fast food, it's exploding and just becoming ubiquitous. The next time, you know, you have to go get your gas and, and step into a gas station. Like, that's really interesting to see, like, what's available. You know, that is right. kind of what they say is yep. the ubiquity marker is is dollar yeah. stores and gas stations. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, true. Because that's, yeah. that's everywhere. And so if you see the salted caramel Starbucks Frappuccino in a bottle at a gas station, it's like, you, you've made it. Yeah. You've made <laughs> yes. it salted caramel. Yeah. <laughs> the, the wasabi soy sauce almonds from Blue Diamond. Like, sure. wasabi, you did it! <laughs> We're rooting for you. Got, we got all the way, the, all the, the way Chevron. to that Circle yep. K. Yep. Way, yep. way in the back of the convenience store is is Mesquite, and Mesquite is just like, yes, yes, I knew you could all do it, my children. Mesquite <laughs> <laughs> has become the master. <laughs> yeah, the the wizened gray beard Mesquite. <laughs> And that's our show. Thank you, Tyler, for joining us. Well, thank you. What a pleasure. Where can people find you? Uh, that puzzle guy, most places. Uh, on Twitter for, you know, however much longer that lasts. Twitch, I <laughs> stream crosswords on a very amorphous schedule. That puzzle guy. I uh, hope you learn stuff about 
trendy foods, about McDonald's over the world, about CCL, and also feeling old. Thanks, Colin. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on all podcast apps, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. This podcast is part of Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to other shows like the All Creatures Podcast, Who Arted, an ancient history fangirl. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.